Caesar presents the Steve Dangle Podcast with your hosts, Steve Dangle and Adam Wild. Hear that? What is it? Is it, is it the fan in the, in the corner? It's not the fan <laughs> in the corner. No, what is it? It's uh, it's the calm before the storm. Oh, oh. sheets coming to a city near you. Boom. It's more like tumbleweed just rolling by. Yeah. If I were to make an offer sheet to someone, if I was like, I'm gonna target this player. Josh Levo, here we go. I got thirty million dollars. I'm gonna I'm gonna target, give it all to Josh Levo. Here I'm gonna go. give it all to Josh Levo. I'm gonna no, I'm gonna I'm gonna target a player. Mm. Here's what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna target a guy. Mm. Do you think that I would need to meet with said player in order to make that offer? Mm. It's yeah. Hmm. Cause cause if I'm an NHL GM, I just go. Fuck it. Here's what we're offering you. See, and then I'll and then I'll show you why you should sign. But first, I'm going to show you the number. Oh, so okay. So you're just you're I'm just approaching you with it the money. That yeah. don't bury the lead, baby. Oh, hit me with the okay. dollars first. We're willing to give up four first round picks and to quote Darren Drager, thirteen <laughs> maybe fourteen who? million dollars. Who? To quote who? Oh, Paul Marner. Sorry. Darren nah. Ferris, sorry. Yes. Boy, no. that was... Uh, <laughs> well, we'll talk about that oh, in a second. Yeah. But oh, yeah. if, this is what I don't get about the, the offer sheet debate. And again, it can happen, sure. Yeah. But if you are an NHL general manager, how is it possible that you haven't planned this yet? How is it possible that you didn't know exactly what you were going to do? Especially if you've got this much cap space. This is the thing. Like I understand from the least perspective why they're not doing anything. They can't really do anything until they figure out what's going on with Mitch Marner, right? Yeah. That makes sense. But if you're a team like the Islanders, you're a team like the Avalanche, you're a team like the Panthers, you know what you're doing as soon as that window opens. And if you don't, mm-hmm. then you should be fired. There's, uh, there's a few teams right now. It, it's funny. It's going to be a real fun few weeks. But there's a few teams right now where if... If they don't get the guys they're going after, what do they do? What do they do with all their space other than overpay mediocre players? Right. What do they do? Because yeah. there's it looks like three teams as many um, that seem to be. Was it what's the what's the term you use? Because you're an old man, whole uh, whole hog. What? They, 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 <laughs> I don't think I've ever used that term. <laughs> what whole hog? You go whole hog into the <laughs> into the Panarin Bobrovsky sweepstakes. Sure. Well, oh. do, are, is there anybody else that's even up this year other than Panarin and Bobrovsky? Uh, no. <laughs> There's some... Are there... Are Pavelski? There, I know. I know. But like, no, you know what I'm yeah, saying? No, 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 no. Literally, like, it's yeah. like, is there any... Yeah, so it's Pavelski, Andersley, and then... It's... Anton Strawman? Yeah, like, there. there's a... There's a... There's a definite... A class, A plus class. Jake Gardner, of guys. you probably put in there. In a B. Put him in a B. I wouldn't put him in the A. No, like he's I'd, in A. He's an A minus. Oh. Whoa. All right. Whoa. All right. Which, according to Reddit, is the same as a B plus. Is that an argument it on Reddit? Is not. It was a yeah. Can anyway. I can I give out my crown? Well, I mean, oh. we did we did partner with uh, Crown Royal, so yes, okay. you should give out your crown. And when we come back in September with games, mm. we can start awarding our crown of the game, and we'll do it in the preseason to guys that you've never heard of, like Gunner Fountain <laughs> Gunner Fontaine. Gunner Wolf Fontaine. Gunner Wolf Fontaine. <laughs> I hope he gets the crown because he's got a great name, yeah. Gunner Wolf Fontaine. My my favorite new protagonist from the Doom series. <laughs> mm. Gunner Wolf Fontaine. Jesse. Yes. Please go ahead. I would like to give my crown to offer sheets <laughs> for being the biggest sham since wow. 
See, yeah. wow. Because every, you see, all wow. we hear, offer sheet, offer sheet, offer sheet for the last 12 months, for the last 10 months, for the last 10 days, for the last 10 hours, all we hear is about is offer sheets. 10. It's, it's not going to happen. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Why do why do people keep doing this evil ooh offer sheet boogeyman? Because every year it's offer sheet boogeyman, and then an offer sheet never happens. True. Wow, what a so sham! Why, sham wow, biggest sham. You're really, wow. You're wiping the floor with them, Jesse. So why is this year going to be any different? Because because Darren never know. Ferris says so. Are we really <laughs> believing Darren Ferris? Yeah. Well, and and that's. We that, are. <laughs> that's what we're going to say. Maybe. Dude. Indeed. Yeah. Um, somebody, that makes uh, no sense to I me. think it was somebody from the Hockey News. They they tweeted this, and I, I meant to pull the tweet, but we, we were busy with, at a work of, work function for about 16 hours yesterday. So I saw this come up on my phone, and I wish I'd saved it. For a but, but what it said was, just got off the phone with an agent. And he said, you have you know that no offer sheets are coming, right? And this is from an agent to a reporter. Uh, and I forget who tweeted. I think it was somebody from the Hockey News. Apologies for not quoting you directly. Ken Campbell? Uh, no, it was not oh. Ken Campbell. Um, but uh, it is a very funny thing that, I mean, you've got one guy saying it's going to happen. And then you got all the rest of the guys going... Like, Chris Johnston went on Sportsnet 590 yesterday and said, I will eat my shoe if Marner gets $13 million. He, uh, and he is welcome to do that on this show. Does that count as beef? <laughs> would would a leather shoe <laughs> count as meat? I think, I think in an abstract way it has to. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yummy. <laughs> exactly. It's crazy to me how one person has been able to create this narrative uh, that an offer sheet is coming to one guy, and then that spun out to, oh, an offer sheet's coming to Oh and Line A, and yeah. Levo, and yeah. everybody. But oh. it's just one guy who's saying, who's trying to use offer sheets as a boogeyman to get his client more money. Well, yeah. and and what was interesting from Elliot Friedman's final 31 thoughts, which uh, is essential reading, final of the season, I'm ready. was uh, this interesting... Which, by the this, way... I don't believe that for one second. What? His what? final 31 oh, thoughts. It's definitely He's not. absolutely going to do one next yeah. week after Free Agent Friends. Are you kidding me? No, all those, doesn't he? All those guys sign. I, I think you're right. He yeah. always does. I think you're right. Yeah. He always does one on the first. He's going to stop doing 31 <laughs> thoughts the week before does the it, biggest transaction. Does the Elliot go away on July 2nd? Probably. Well, and, so the and, then this, and then the website is left to schmucks like me, like, blah, 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 I gotta make 14 videos now. The website which I and the radio well station. Do. Yes, Sorry. and the radio station. <laughs> yeah. You're right. I'm sort of the only guy here. Um, anyway, hey, next time you're enjoying a free oh, agent frenzy period. But we didn't give our crown. No, you guys gotta do yours, yeah. My crown goes to Elliot when he writes 31 <laughs> thoughts again next week, because I know he will. <laughs> Sorry, Elliot. Love you, man. You know that this is happening. My crown goes to Chris Johnston. May he stay hungry. <laughs> and remember, the next time you're hanging out, thinking about what free agents the Leafs will, will not sign this year, make sure that you pull out a crown royal yeah. and think to yourself, hey, don't worry, this Mitch Marner thing will work itself out. I love you, Adam. Crown royal. Just the way you say things. You, I'm like, why don't I have a crown royal? Yeah, why don't you? Why don't I? <laughs> why don't you? Now, and then I can't come up with a good reason. And the second I get home, I'm going to be like, Adam told me. <laughs> so now the narrative is changing, ladies and gentlemen. Mm, Mitch Martin. Narrative. Mm. What a great word. So remember. Garner Wolf narrative. Now, <laughs> my favorite Leafs prospect. The way he flies down the wing and changes it up on you. Changing the narrative. What? They are changing the narrative. <laughs> the spin has changed. Mm. Because if you've noticed, 
There have been no reported offer sheets. Now, now, what a to joke. be fair, I believe the offer sheets have to come July 1st. Yes. And but also, uh, here's the thing about that it would have leaked already. I would think. And so. you know why it would have leaked already? Because Darren Dreger would have had the story. It, well, listen, when the, someone, when, the, surely, when the story comes, someone, when yeah. Mitch Marner resigns, Darren Dreger will break. He will break. And it. you know what? Maybe all of this, uh, all of the feeding of Marner's camp into the public will have been worth it at that point. I mean, really, if you look at it, who that that's the that's his whole job is to get that scoop. What? And and <laughs> what if he's going to get if it, he doesn't. Dude, if he does it, then I'm like, I <laughs> like. What happens if like Mackenzie scoops him? <laughs> well, no, I, don't I was Mackenzie about to say, I think Mackenzie will break it because why? <laughs> I think after all this time, he's gonna be like, okay, you do it. I I don't really? know why that's my guess. Darren Drager will not. You think Darren Drager will give it over to Bob? Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh yeah, they never you, talk to each other. No, Colleagues you, never talk to each other. Think, share information. You think that that. After all of this, I don't know because every tweet Darren Drager now puts out. I believe Adam. Now every tweet Darren Drager puts out, the the guy is like overloaded with something that I think someone from Leafs Twitter, Laura from Leafs Twitter, right? Uh, didn't she start the thank you, Paul? Yeah, I don't know who started it. Uh, I'm not the biggest fan of that. Yeah, all, trolling a guy's mentions like that. All yeah. the responses well, to everything he, he tweets us? is okay, Paul. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it mo- I think it's mostly Darren. I don't think it's Paul Marner. I, well, okay. I, I would have said, okay, Darren, because I think it's coming from Darren Do Ferris. you think the things he's putting out there are untruthful? You know what I mean? Do you think the things he's tweeting are lies he concocted? Uh, my answer is no. No, I don't think mm. he's lying. No. No, he's I think that's just exactly tweeting what information. It's one just, side is saying. Yes. yes. It's just a little bit transparent as to <laughs> what the information yeah. is. I mean, let's be honest. Like, I, I don't think we need to, we need to like, tap dance around this. Obviously, he's got a connection to the agent. There's a history there. And from this perspective, he's pri- probably trying to build up capital mm-hmm. and get one of the biggest scoops of this year, which is a Toronto player. Sorry, guys. Toronto's a big market it's for the, hockey. It's the scoop. It's the scoop this it's year. The scoop. And if, if he gets it, then he wins. It's this year's Tavares. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's this year's Tavares, and the year before, or, well, 2016, it was, well, it was supposed to be Stamkos, and then everyone lost their mind <laughs> and did the Hall trade and Subban trade yeah. within half an hour of that. This one's Marner re-signing. It has the biggest implications throughout the league. But, sorry, what I was uh, getting to earlier was... Uh, during 31 Thoughts, uh, Fridge said something that I don't necessarily believe about uh, all the restricted free agents are waiting for the first person to sign because they don't want to be the first person to sign because then they set the market and then they're going to piss people off one way or the other. Oh, you didn't sign for enough. You signed for too much. I believe that. Etc. I absolutely believe that. I- when numbers are so public like this? Yeah. Because you got to see these guys at PA meetings and stuff, and you're going to see them when you're hanging out with them during the strike. <laughs> well, in a year lockout. and a half. Yes, lockout. Sorry. Lockout. 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 Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, Adam. I mean, you, you're going to get after you. You're going to get nice and close as you're both losing year two of your contract. I just, I, I don't, I don't believe that. I think the second they see their number, they'll sign. And. If Sebastian, uh, Sebastian Aho, you see how I said Sebastian. that? Sebastian Aho. <laughs> if he signs the rumored number from last night, which was 9.5, mm-hmm. are we all happy with that? 
I don't hate it. Well, here's should here's, I hate it, Steve? Here it's irrelevant because did didn't you know that Marner doesn't give a shit about the comparables? Ah. Remember that. Because Marner exists in a vacuum amongst no other NHL players because yeah. he's special Mitch Marner. You, you know what? what's an interesting one to me is uh, Miko Rantanen, where, like, ha- those contract negotiations got to be interesting because yeah. they have, like, what, $30 million or something in cap space because they're obviously trying to load up with other guys. Uh, but how does how is that negotiation going? Uh, I want I want ten and a half million dollars. We can't afford to pay you ten and a half million dollars. Yeah, uh, yeah, you can. Yes, <laughs> yeah. you absolutely can. Mm-hmm. You keep trading away people, including my friends. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can. It's probably more. You're not worth ten and a half million dollars. Well, and that's a much harder conversation. Yes. I don't know. I just Marner is. We've already said this a bunch of times. He's not as interesting an RFA to me as Patrick Line. Mm-hmm. As Braden Point, I'm so sick of everyone talking about Braden Point. Like, it's going to be simple because it's going to be, and I hate it. There's absolutely no reason why Braden Point's contract negotiation should be simple. Right. So, does Aho, that. they don't pay yeah. people. Does that not make Marner's this whole thing around Marner more frustrating because yes. of how simple this should be? Yes. Because, like, a guy like Lila, like you said, comes off the weirdest season ever. But Mitch Marner's just straightforward. He's good. Here's a bunch of money. But. For some reason, it's difficult. Who do we think is going to have the better career? Marner or Line? There's one. That's a good question. I think it, it, based on... And, and, and the recency bias is a major thing in, yeah. in, in an, analysts. But, um, I mean, if you were to say last year, mm. everybody would say Line. You say so this year, one guy everybody would say Marner. His worst season so far... Another guy had his best season so far, <laughs> but looking at the previous two seasons, like you're gonna take that bet. Is everyone I, gonna be take a hard that? bet? You're Especially, talking about a guy. Line should be snoring his way to 40 goals every year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Snoring. He's gonna hit 50 goals more than once. Yeah, he's. Well, he scored good. 17 goals in a month. Yeah, like like even if he doesn't score the rest of the months, which he almost didn't. Yeah. That's still fucking amazing. Yeah, like, <laughs> do you <laughs> like that's he incredible. scored like eight goals in three games? Yeah. Do you it's take that stupid. bet that he will never have last season again? Yes, I take that bet because he had two seasons of not last season. Mm-hmm. It's yes, yes, he had two seasons of not last season, and, and he's had a couple injuries, and he's bounced back from from them, scored a bunch, big old bunch of goals. And to that point, Steve, mm. what's more important in the NHL, goals or assists? <laughs> goals. I I don't know. We're uh, I'm sick of talking down Marner. Like, dude, we're but, not. It's, it's but a, like if we're talking comparables, it's I just don't, facts. Yeah, like it's listen. Everybody's a fan of Mitch Marner, the player. Mitch yes. Marner, the personality. Yes. Mitch Marner, the contribution of the Toronto Maple Leafs. The yes. fact that he is the living community. our dream. Yes. He gets to live. Like the great thing about Mitch is that you're almost living vicariously through him because um, you are. He is like he's the thing that you hoped that you could be when you were playing road hockey mm. on your parents' oh. driveway. Right? Crushing Red Bulls, skating around real fast, doing loops on the yeah. ice. Yeah. Drafted in the first round from Toronto. By Crushing Red Bulls. Oh. High C. <laughs> crushing C. high C. Yeah. And going ballistic. High C. Yeah, man. You, you crush a high C, yeah. it brings you back to life. I'll tell you what. Oh, yeah. You, oh, you're tired and hot? High C will pick you up. Back high again. C. Woo! <laughs> going nuts. <laughs> this, who won the soccer game? The Was team it with Timmy the high with C. his orange slices? <laughs> 
or Johnny over there with his high C. <laughs> it's always the team with the high C. It's literally like the wind-up toy drink, right? Oh. You just go, and then crash. But it was good while you're up. It's the I hate my babysitter drink. <laughs> you ply Timmy full of high C and drive the babysitter nuts all night while you go out and have a peaceful night at the movies and watch L.A. Confidential. And if that movie's full, you go see Titanic. Wow. They were out at the same time. There you go. Yes. Steve, everybody. Um, In 1997, when Roberto Luongo was drafted. I think, uh, I, think it's, I think it's just one of those things. It's unfortunate that it's come to this, but I, I certainly... I don't. One thing I will say about the whole situation and, and the way that it that it is publicly, not one bad thing, not one bad thing, not one negative thing, not one non-neutral thing, except for the cold-blooded facts, mm-hmm. has come out of Kyle Dubas's mouth. Mm-hmm. But on the other side, we have this twister of of it's and it's literally just a twister of information of thirteen million dollars. Like imagine a twister, like a cartoon twister. There's like too much Tasmanian to Devil. Up. Yeah. Ta- and thirteen million, fourteen million dollars disrespected. Rookie bonuses. Rookie bonuses. Yeah, like ice time in his ice. first NHL season that he's still hanging where that is Which the, is wrong. Yeah, sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. But that's the thing yeah. is it sucks you into that vortex. Mm-hmm. And the Leafs are on the other side going Here's the number we can give you. Yeah, and and I normally I hope they just conduct business. I normally would start. I would I would normally side with the player on these things, but I again I've been I, I'm not critical of necessarily Mitch Marner, but at hmm. a certain point you got to haul your agent in and go, dude, this isn't working. So well, that's what do we give him any credit that he hasn't said anything himself? No. Oh, I don't think so. That's that's no. the that's the easy way. Players often yeah. don't. I mean, the NBA they do, which is hilarious. They do right. Instagram. Do they comments. have agents? Yeah, and so right. why? Yeah, Andre exactly. Iguodala right <laughs> now is on a media tour yeah. because he wants to be. He was on the Breakfast Club. He's been doing podcasts. Nobody's signing with the Knicks, right? He's just been talking <laughs> shit publicly. Yo, it's yeah. amazing. Did he rip the uh, Golden State uh, yeah. training staff yeah. on the Breakfast Club and then <laughs> yes. defend them the next day because he's been doing. He went to CBS. There's so many opportunities to talk, and it's like you've never. And then we haven't heard from Mitch Marner. No, and that <laughs> by the way, for Mitch is the right thing. No, that did. We did hear from him. He took a picture with Max Domi. Right. You know yeah. what? When your when your public perception it's is really dropping good. in Toronto, you know what you do is you take a picture with Max Domi of the Montreal Canadiens. Listen, whatever. That's his buddy. I don't care. I really don't care. You know, they, they, they would have played together on the nights. I think. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I, th- so, I think they're buddies. It's his responsibility, right, Mitch? To go back to this, to rail in his team. Yeah. That this shouldn't be coming out. So do we we blame him for well, what's the he, Tasmanian storm that's going on? I think they're well. I mean, they're, it's a playbook, but I I just think you don't get sucked in yeah. anymore. Like yeah. if the offer sheet was coming, if he was this guy that you needed to have, like if Connor McDavid was an RFA right now, do you not think that an offer would have been made? An offer sheet? Yeah, like you would have been like Connor, whatever the fuck you want. He's Write different. the number down. He's the best player in the league. Yes. And there's no question. But that's but that's the point. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. If Mitch Marner was this can't miss thing, which he is, but not in the same not in that same stratosphere where essentially you're trading four first round picks for a guy plus yeah. ten plus million dollars of cap space, the deal would have been we would have heard about it. We would know. Do you think do you think Darren Ferris is gonna keep that quiet? Yeah, okay, so I don't I don't know about that anymore. Because I feel like we've been, uh, and I noticed this at the draft, I feel like a, a lot of names have come up, 
Um, and the monkey wrench that got thrown in, and this was the moment I realized the summer wasn't going to go the way that I thought it was going to. The the monkey wrench was, we don't know what the cap is. <laughs> yeah. And I think most teams went into the summer thinking it was going to be 83. They got wind that it was going to be a little bit less than that. And then they got wind that it was going to be a million and a half dollars less than that. Last night, before the holla trade went through, I think I saw Vegas had an $89 million cap hit. Wow. And it's, what's the cap? 81.5? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm surprised that How was... How much was Holla making? 2.75. So, so they still even, got a ways yeah, to go. Yeah, it's not a lot. <laughs> it's a dent. It's a dent. Man, if, if Ottawa is not getting that David Clarkson deal... How can you not? Well, it, yeah, the, the, he, deal's he, in, the deal is insured. The mm-hmm. David Clarkson contract is insured. They don't have to pay for it. Beyond, I think, was it 20%? I so don't 80% of that stuff, I think, is insured. So you, so Ottawa basically gets to take that contract at 20% of its value for one or, year. And Ottawa is still $11 million from the floor. Oh, and don't even and there's get no one started. to give the money to is the funny thing. Don't even you get look at the roster, started, there's no one to give the money to. Don't even get started with the crap I hear every time I say we got to get rid of the hard cap. People are like, well, what about cap floor teams? Which, by the way, total fucking illusion. None of huh. the cap floor teams, you're even paying up to the cap floor. Mm-mm. No. You need to give them more money so they can spend it. Also, what I'm asking the teams, the rich teams to do. Also, uh, Ottawa's bad on purpose. Yes. Ottawa's not are. paying anyone by design. Yes. Also, salaries in the NHL should just be larger. Yes. Like it's it's ridiculous that the best player in the game makes fourteen million dollars. Did you like see? He should be or they should t- be more tilted towards the more talented because it is a 50-50 split, right? Mm-hmm. So revenues are what they are. That that is what it is. But I, I I think like the stars matter more than than people think. I think you know what I mean. We still put we, there's this old school mentality. Well, the third line guy, the mm. third line guy. The broadcasters will talk about the third line guy. For twenty fucking minutes, but Connor McDavid's like, well, yeah, he, he did another great thing. The, Moving uh, on. <laughs> I, I looked at the Raptors, uh, their salary breakdown. I know different sport; it's completely different. But I was just like, Fred Van Vliet makes what? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> like, Mark Gasol the- just opted into his twenty-eight million dollar contract. Yeah. Like, and he's the what seventh best guy on the team. Yeah, and Siakam is like. I want to say he makes like a million and a half. <laughs> well, or so I know it's yeah. different. I know it's completely <laughs> different. But just seeing the gap, right? It's, you would think they don't play in the same league. Mm-hmm. You would think like, oh yeah, here's D League guy. There just needs and to here's be a, Michael Jordan. There needs to be a better way of distributing salaries in the NHL than what it is right now. Yeah, I mean, th- uh, there's a lot of issues with the NHL. That's probably why they're <laughs> they're gonna have uh, another lockout, and it's gonna be great. But sorry, the monkey so, wrench I was getting to. The teams I think were preparing for an 83 million dollar cap. They got a cap that's a million and a half dollars less than that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, don't you think we would have heard it by now, you keep asking. Uh, I, don't, I, I don't think any insider really has the inside track on a whole lot other than what teams are looking for. Because all the names that have moved so far, I haven't heard brought up. Did, did anyone hear that Calvin DeHaan was going to get moved? No. Did anyone hear that Eric Halla was, I don't was gonna get moved? Calvin DeHaan or Eric Halla were long 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 time guys mentioned out there. I think Carl they were Soderberg. that day. Like the Calvin yeah. DeHaan trade seems like a that day phone call. Oh, I never thought about that. Okay. Did you hear you know what I mean? You hear the the way the Suban trade was was uh, uh described in thirty one thoughts? Uh a little bit. I can't really fully was, remember. So it was basically like it's it sounds an awful lot. Like, Poyle was on the phone with another team for a big chunk of the day, and it 
sounds to me that that other team was the Leafs. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were working on it, working on it, working on it. And he got fed up and he called New Jersey and he goes, here's the deal. It's the full nine mil. Do you want it? And New Jersey went, yes, absolutely. And that's how Subban became a devil. Did any of us... It was weird. It was like the day before the draft. We heard like, oh, uh, it sounds like Subban's getting traded. We all said, what? I don't think New Jersey was ever even brought up. And now he's a devil. Yeah. You know, so the whole don't you think we would have heard it. I mean... That's what makes this summer... Have you heard the but new this, rumors? But, but with, what, what but are with the new Marner, rumors? But now? with Marner, yeah. that's a different ball game than the Subban trade. You think so? This is the one guy that everybody's hyper-focusing on this offseason. Because of the drama surrounding it. We would have heard about that. Maybe not the Subban mm-hmm. trade. Maybe not the Calvin DeHaan trade. Love Calvin. But he's a B player. Mm-hmm. No way. No way are we not hearing Darren Ferris, Mr. Publicity Spin, mm. is not going to let... A no- if, if I am Team X and I offer him... Uh, do you think that Darren Ferris is going to keep that quiet? What if Team X is the Islanders? And it's so, Lou Lamorello. So Lou Lamorello, who, who quite frankly, scre- to quote your tweet, screwed Mitch Marner out of his own bonuses. Yeah, yeah, he was responsible for a bunch of the things that Mitch Marner is allegedly mad about that he's which not is what? actually mad which about. That he's, uh, that we'll he get to you in a sec, Jesse. I know. No, that no, no, he didn't make the team uh, as a rookie. He didn't make his rookie bonuses. You know, not enough ice time. You hate me because I'm short or something. Or yeah, other. which Lou probably did. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, based on <laughs> based I, on what we heard, Lou was like, know. I don't know if he's big enough. Didn't he say know. that? I don't know. Pretty sure he said it in an interview. But Oh yeah, he did. So he's he gonna did, go publicly. and sign with that guy? Oh. And the Islanders are really gonna go, okay, here's the trade. John Tavares for Mitch Marner and four firsts. Yeah. No, John Tavares and four firsts. That's what I mean. Sorry. For, yeah. for Mitch Marner. Sorry, yeah, that's what I mean. Uh I don't I don't, I don't know. Think so. Like to me, the Islanders should consider it as a desperation move if they think they're gonna lose um well, everybody. Uh, Anders Lee in particular and also Robin Leonard and they were to miss out on Bobrovsky because all of a sudden they're a player in Bobrovsky now mm-hmm. I, I, I just I have no idea what to expect this summer and I feel like there's a lot of foregone conclusions going into every summer and I just feel like this one doesn't have those the NHL seems to be like foregone, foregone conclusion Bill can, can I tell you what's going to happen every one of those 7 million dollars and up RFAs resigns with the team they're with well, yeah. Because <laughs> I believe Jesse's been saying that. But what is the new rule, Jesse? Uh, the new rumors. What are they? Have you heard the new rumors? What are the new rumors? Well, after the Willie negotiations, after Subban falls through, after Mitch take this long, have you heard the rumors that Kyle Dubas is a bad negotiator? Who's this Who from? said this? It's just Twitter people. Oh, boy. But... Leafs Twitter is trying to talk about how Kyle Dubas so, isn't good at negotiating. So we're going to forget that Tavares is a Leaf, right? Yeah. And we're, yeah, gonna, yeah, yeah. And we're, and we're also, <laughs> less than a year after it happened, and we're also going to forget that William Nylander has exactly the same money, basically, as Kevin Hayes. Yeah. We're going to forget but that, But it took too. till December, Adam. So fucking what, man? <laughs> it what took if, as long as it took. What if he was signed in September by the, Lou was there? By know? the way, a bunch of people said last uh, last episode when I said, and going to your, your bad negotiating mm-hmm. thing, that it was going to go to December 1st because of chaos. Yeah. And, and you know, they, the Leafs can't actually do that because of it. if you prorate a deal, the Leafs don't have the cap for it. Stop so. saying can't when it comes to the NHL. Just say it's not likely. Stop paying attention to rules. Like, since when does anything about this league follow rules? 
and yeah, what can and can't happen. loose guidelines. But basically, yeah. the idea is that if they wanted to prorate his deal the way Nylander did, everybody was like, oh, Nylander's making $10 million. Well, no, he didn't. He made 6.9 something, whatever yeah. his actual money was. But they How mad are people going to be when they discover Nylander's not making 10? And if you don't know what prorated means, <laughs> you should if you're following sports, Google it. I'm not going to get into explaining it. Or if you're a person. Um, <laughs> the point... The point here you should know what the word means. I'm sorry. Is that the guy? There's nothing wrong with a with a negotiation that goes long. Like by that same logic, is William Nylander's agent not also a terrible negotiator? Maybe he's a fantastic because one. it. Well, how could he be fantastic if it went to December first? <laughs> I don't freaking know. Listen, that also means that Darren Ferris is a bad I negotiator. It's I don't bad think logic. this means. I don't think this means Kyle Dubas is a bad negotiator. I think that's that is ridiculous. It means he can't get things done. Well. So let me <laughs> let me be devil's advocate advocate for a okay. moment. So when the Eric Halla to Carolina trade broke, um, I had a I had a odd thought, and maybe it's just because it was late at night and I was having my night cheese. You ever have cheese before bed to give yourself <laughs> dreams on purpose? No. I do. Um, the Carolina Hurricanes have been active, and the Carolina Hurricanes, I feel like make moves they make the type of moves that I thought when Dubas became GM he was going to make hmm does that make sense Don Waddell yeah Yeah. graph boy this old (laughs) guy computer boy is going out there and he's going here's a 22 year old former fourth rounder for a center who can do a lot of things and isn't paid that much you know what I mean? And I'm not saying the Leafs should have gone out and got Eric Halla. I don't think there's a need for that. But I'm just I'm watching all these teams make all these moves. Mm-hmm. Carolina is one of the most active among them. The Niederreiter trade was one of the fleecings of last season. And I'm just like, I, I hope the Martin negotiations are not preventing the Leafs from doing stuff. Well, that was what I was going to ask you next, because apparently that's that's the phone call. According to what Pierre Lebrun said, when people call the Leafs, I believe it was Pierre, forgive me if I'm misattributing this, uh, every team is saying, we can't, the Leafs are saying, we can't really do anything until we figure out more. Just wrong. That's, that's, That's such a terrible way of thinking. And if any member of the Leafs organization hears this, you're nuts. Whether you have Mitch Marner or not, you have one of the worst right sides on defense in the sport. Go out and make some fucking phone calls and and fix that. Uh, Colin Miller or whoever else you got to get. Whether or not you have Mitch Marner, you're going to need people to play on your right side. Whether or not you have Mitch Marner, you're going to have to fix that shite defense. Get on the phone. And fix that. What do you do all day? That conversation that we have all the time about general managers. Surely you're not on the phone with Darren Ferris 12, 13, 14 hours a day. Get out there and call some other guys. Get a defenseman and hopefully he shoots right. Go out there and make other moves. It's, it is June 27th. If you don't move your ass, they're going to be gone. And then all of a sudden, Nikita Zaitsev is going to look pretty good. And he's going to stick around again. And don't use that as a negotiation tactic, by the way, anymore. Oh, we could just keep him. We could just keep him. Listen, I know it worked for Marlowe, and I think you got very lucky in that regard. And also, you gave up a first-round pick to do it. You come back with this defense again, they're boned. And there's no point. You, you certainly can't argue to Mitch Marner. 
hey, come back because we got a contender with this core on D. You just can't. No, you're right. Do not let this stupid circus sideshow hold you up. Because that, by the way, is what they're hoping for. This is part of their strategy yeah. to put pressure on you. And if, oh God, if we, if we, if I don't sign this contract, if I don't cave into his demands, I can't go out and get the defender I want. Go get him. The, the Maple Leafs do not begin and end with Mitch Marner. Go out there and make some friggin' moves because it's drying up. From July second of twenty eighteen onwards. Are you disappointed in Kyle Dubas? July 2nd, 2018. So after, so after he, Tavares. After Tavares. No, see, you'd have to go to like July 5th because there was also Tyler Ennis, and I really like the Tyler Ennis <laughs> You can include Tyler Ennis if you want. Oh, okay. So, um, <laughs> Are you disappointed in the moves Kyle Dubas has made? Going back to your point that you think Carolina has been making these little moves that are really smart. Well, let's let's go through the list. Let's go through the list. Uh, Connor pull Carrick. Up NHL GM tracker. Yeah. Connor Carrick for shit. I want to say he was a seventh. Mm-hmm. Justin Hall makes the team. Martin Marinchin makes the team. Calvin Pickard for nothing. Curtis McElhaney for nothing. Garrett Sparks is the backup. Uh, there was no space for Levo, so they went out and got Carconi from the Canucks. Carconi at least seems to be a good bet, so that's good. I guess their hand was sort of forced. They went out and they got Jake Muzzin, which I think is wonderful. Wasn't cheap. Was not cheap. And what else? What else have they done? Uh, trying to think of what else they've done. I can't think of anything else. Nothing worth noting. They I don't didn't think. get a fourth line center. Resign Garrett Sparks. Oh, Nick Patan for Pere Lindholm. Yeah, the Mikhailov, bunch of that then Mikhailov, Mikhailov, yeah. yeah. I mean, it isn't. It doesn't look great. And, and and here's the thing: when these next seven days for Kyle Dubas, hmm. not only do they set up next year, but they're really going to set up how people really start to believe what he is. You yeah. can only coast on the Tavares stuff for so long, and I I I look at it and I go, okay. I think the principles that we attribute to Kyle Dubas and the ones that he strives for mm-hmm. are ones that I go, man, really appreciate that, especially the social stuff. It was great to see him at Pride. It was great. Like, nobody's for arguing sure. that. Yeah. For sure. On Sick the kids. hockey part, though. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, standing in the rain, shooting a commercial shoot at midnight on a Friday night for Sick yeah. yeah. On the hockey part, though, right now, right now, if what... If what we heard about Marner holding up everything is true, then I'm very concerned. That's a huge mistake. That is a, that's an enormous mistake. Like I would rather go. Going I would rather let Marner sit for the entire year, get absolutely nothing for him, and have PK Subban on the roster. I, I'd rather trade him. Like I'd, I'd rather. Yeah. I, I I seriously, seriously, you cannot go. On, you know what? Least without Mitch Marner, still have a pretty kick-ass offense. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. not nearly as good. Let's. You know, no confusion there. It's not nearly as. They're good. not going to set records for goals scored. Yeah, but I'd you might say have it's a defenseman. Probably still a top half <laughs> offense. Yep, and you might, you might, probably, definitely, 
definitely a topic. Top you still 10. have Matthews Tavares and Kadri actually as your one, two, three up the middle. And Janssen and Kapanen and Hyman when he's back. And I mean, yeah. Hyman's not the most offensively gifted, but you got a couple matter. guys on Marley's who could fill in on the wing. Anyway, you could always find cheap guys on the wing, which you is why have, I always rip into the Oilers. You have the ten million dollars to go get the cheap guy you for the got wing. A bunch you get of expensive get, guy. Or you get your defense big old right cap space. or that. It, to, it's all, the pressing need. I know I'm always like, listen, go with your strength, go with what makes you special, and make that stronger. Their defense is not good enough. It's not close to good enough. They need to make moves there. Don't let a winger, and I don't care how good that winger is, hold that up. Well, if, like, what whatever it was that was going to be in the package for PK, like, tell me now. There's got to be another guy. If Kyle yeah. Dubas was talking to you right now and he was being honest, he gave him truth serum. All right, who's next? <laughs> you, would, you would have to say to him, you... You have to think that whatever it was that he was waiting to pull the trigger on, yeah. he should have just said, fuck it, yeah. let's go. It was go. the salary, apparently. That's well, what, it was the salary for the, for the Preds, yeah. but apparently, as Steve I kind of alluded Preds... to, David Poyle was waiting on another team to get back to him. Okay. And apparently the team that was supposed to get back to him was the Leafs. And he waited yeah. all afternoon and he said, nope, we're not going to wait anymore. I, th- I think, wasn't it the Leafs were going to get back to him about the salary retention? And then he would have done it, right? Uh, whatever the package was, plus... Taking I, on PK salary. I don't know if it was that because yeah. there's there's no way the Leafs could have. The Preds were willing to retain up to three mil. Okay. I got to imagine that was the whole thing. My assumption is the Leafs would have had to give up way more than the Devils did, oh. but but the Devils retained all nine mil, mm-hmm. which made it a very cheap deal for them. If yeah. the Leafs get the Preds to retain three mil of that, all of a sudden you're giving up what? Like is Kadri part of that deal? Is is I this is done that. that? You know, so I but we'll too. never know. Yeah, will yeah. we? Like we, the, the, you, we we kept hearing at the deadline. Oh, they're in on. God knows, it's this big name. It could be Ekblad. It could be Dowdy. Nothing. It could, could be this dude. You need something. You need someone. If they keep Zaitsev and re-sign Hainsey, I might blow a gasket. Like I might lose my mind. Well, that seems like the most likely outcome right now. I still have the benefit of the doubt that both guys are moving on. Uh, Hainsey, they might bring back in a role that I don't, is a little see, bit more understandable. if I'm the GM, I go, no. Because what, what Babcock will do is yeah. he'll say, yeah, I could use that guy, but I've also got Hainsey. Well, I've, I've seen some don't, people... Take his toys uh, away. I've, I've seen some people go, "What? why are we even talking about bringing back Reimer or Phaneuf? Like, for the love of God, close the book on those chapters. Yes. Close the book on the Hainsey chapter! I read it. It was short. It always ends in April. In Boston. <laughs> yeah. In Boston. In TD Garden. And in don't Game worry. 7. Don't worry. Ron's on the ice. Yeah. I don't know how long. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry. Penalty kill. Ron's on the ice. And also, uh, it's it's okay, though. He looks fast compared to the guy with no friggin' ACL. Um, <laughs> I, I I don't know what how long next year's book is. All I know is the one that we've read for the last two years. Ends in April. I'm tired of it. I'm tired. Who is it? Who's it going to be? Damon Damon Severson's name is apparently uh, off. It's it's not there yeah, anymore. Yeah, New Jersey likes him again because yeah. they got smart. He's on a decent deal, and his role is going to be reduced. He's going to be Whoa. playing under under the tutelage of PK Subban. It's, yeah. a, it's yeah, almost like Nikita Zaitsev's role should have never been as big yeah, as it was. It's almost like when you get really good players up top, it takes pressure off the bottom. 
That's why Welcome I think, for your roster spot, That's why Chris I was Freddy. thinking Kyle Turris would fit in great like, with the Leafs because he plays their style and he could play a reduced role. Yeah, I don't know, maybe. Yeah, I don't know, maybe. Uh, uh, they got to go out there and what is it? What is it? Like what? What I kept expecting, and, and what I what I've said for a while now is okay. Tavares is the big fish for sure. Anytime you have a chance to go out there and get John Tavares, you do it. Yeah, always, of course, of course. But what I expected out of, I guess, this regime or whatever you want to call it, regime, regime. What I expected out of this regime was that they were going to go out and they were going to get these guys for very cheap. And we were all going to go, who the, hell are, who the hell are these guys? And like four guys who make charts and know how to code go, actually, I did some research on this guy. And he's actually quite good and mm-hmm. undervalued. And then he comes in and he scores 15, 20 goals next year. And we go, oh, holy shit, he's a genius. And you're because, paying him peanuts and it makes your roster look great. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because he's smarter than the rest. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I know this segment started with, can you believe people are actually asking this? I don't. Th- I I think it's a little bit ridiculous. Uh, it might to, be a little. Say, un- it might be a little early, but it's not unwarranted. It's a. I would not go as so far to say he's a bad negotiator when it comes no. to contracts. No. But shit or get off the pot. What what's the move, man? What's the move? I'm dying to find out because if July second comes, they haven't made a trade and they haven't signed anyone decent on the back end. I'm going to flip. The Leafs have already reached out to Anton Strauman, and they say the, the asking price is too high. Okay, so he's out. <laughs> Damon Severson's out. And I'm Colin looking, Miller, what's the word? Colin I'm, Miller, what's the word? Let's I, go. I'm looking Who's at, next? Who's next? Eventually, you keep going down that list, and you get some Nikita Zaitsev. You're looking at that. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. Who's expendable? Aaron Ekblad, what's it going to take? Like, get moving, man. Get moving. You have a front office bigger than anybody else's. Who's on the phone? Who wants what? What's going on? You know, like, after a while, there's too many people at the party. Just order a freaking pizza. <laughs> Stop asking everyone what their favorite toppings are. Where's the pizza from? Panago, obviously. Thank you. Like, how... You do what you do at every house party. Hey, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? Uh, we want a meat lovers and we want a veggie. That's <laughs> what I would... Just make the call. Make the executive decision. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not all that popular. I am just looking something up right now. Is it a trade? No, I, I don't know why. I guess I must be using this wrong. I'm trying to browse cap friendly for who's going to be a UFA. And PK Subban's name keeps coming up. And I've... Updated my search results and it keeps coming up, so that's not right. But essentially, after Anton Strawman, you've got like Ben Lovejoy, Carl Gunnarsson extended with St. Louis. Yeah, I got that written down. That's why I so yeah. I was gonna wait just on going that. the homepage. Oh, sorry, my bad. That's all right. Two Did years. you just hit browse UFAs on the homepage? Um, is it on the homepage? Yeah. So just go to the homepage, capfriendly.com, uh-huh. and then the middle section, see where it says unrestricted free agents. Ah, browse, hit UFAs. browse UFAs. Ah. See, I was trying to, to narrow down that search because I was in that area because I was trying to get auto. defensemen. But yeah, yeah, anyway, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The point here is that we've got <laughs> Dion Phaneuf, Tyler Myers, Andrew McDonald, Mark Mathot, Nicholas Cronwall, who is unbelievably still playing, Anton Strahlman, Jake Gardner, Dan Girardi, Michael Delzato, Ron Hainsey, Ben Hutton, Adam McQuaid, Ben Lovejoy, Patrick Namath, Nathan Boileau, and Alex Petrovic. 
You got to make a trade. I mean, I would sign Alex Petrovic. Uh, it's it's I mean, not, not a game changer. Like that's no, a, but like that's I mean, signing. still get him. Fine, fine. <laughs> but you fine. you need to make a trade. You have to make a trade, and all those guys. I wasn't even naming just the right shot guys. Like and and I believe Donskoy is uh is a yeah he's right right wing, but at least he would be a depth signing. I I'm he's going to be too expensive. I think. I just I feel like these these next seven days are going to determine the the way we talk about this Leafs team and the way we talk about Kyle Dubas for the next 12 months. I, I really do. I think if, Steve, I think you're absolutely right. If he does not move and act decisively here, act decisively, and you got to make the right choice too. Now I wonder... You can't be patient his, on this one anymore. In his defense, maybe the patience, and he's just got brass huevos, maybe the, the, the holdup is everyone else. Mm-hmm. They want to see what's going to happen... With their RFAs. With their guys, with their free agents. We got the uh, Panarin-Bobrovsky thing holding everything up. Uh, Sebastian Ajo in Carolina, who was only offered $6 million. I thought it was eight, but that's still way too little for him. Yeah, crazy for a centerman. Yeah. I thought it was six over eight. That that was the number that I thought I saw. Oh, I think it was eight over six. Oh, it was eight over six. Okay. But both aren't enough. They're not enough for a player that good. Um you know, Ekblad was reportedly the rumor. Well, that team's freaking waiting on Bobrovsky and Panarin. So, you you know, you don't know what's going to happen there. Is Mike Hoffman available? So, there's all these potential trading partners that the Leafs have that can't really do business until after they get some answers on July 1st. So, maybe, maybe that's the holdup. Mm. But, like, th- to me, last night when I saw the Halla trade, I went, finally... Finally, Vegas made a move. Because they were the team that had to. <laughs> they were the team that had to make a move. Mm-hmm. And they basically dumped cap and got nothing in return. So, and I'm not saying the Leafs should have gone out and got that guy. But this is, a, this is a team in as tight a bind as any in the league. People were talking about Pacioretty getting moved. I don't know, maybe that's the hold up Can there. Can you imagine but that? Like, <laughs> the, the, they don't even want Colin Miller. <laughs> They don't even want him. Like to me, he. I don't. Maybe it's my problem because mentally I made him a leaf a couple weeks ago. Uh, because it's I like don't... it's like Puyarvi. It's like well, how is the Connor Brown for Puyarvi deal not happening? Oh my god! <laughs> but like, it just... but apparently he doesn't want to stay in Canada. He wants to go to the state. Yeah, whatever. Okay, so Puyarvi's out. Who's next? Who's next? Right? Like, move down the list and get some shit done. Because I'm losing it over here. I'm losing it. Mitch Marner. Does not have as much to do with the Leafs' defense being shitty as you think. Or, and, don't give Mitch Marner and his agent that much power. Right. To hold up the Toronto Maple Leafs? Yeah. You're going to let one restricted free agent, one 22-year-old and his agent, hold up a 102-year-old storied franchise. Most of that story's tragic. (laughs) Yes. Yes, it is extraordinarily tragic. Are we really going to do that? They were trying to move Garrett Sparks. Whatever happened to that? Remember that? Leafs, Leafs are shopping whatever happened to uh, that. They need to sign Marner before they can hey, move Hey, you know who's a free agent that's interesting? And Colorado Avalanche fans are like, uh, yeah, go ahead with this one. Simeon Varlamov. Well, he's not coming to Toronto. But no? you, you think somewhere, somewhere else? Well, I don't. I, I think he's an interesting goaltending free agent. I mean, he was ni- he's 20 and 19 last year. But, like... He's, he's way past his best. I know. But if, is he not a 20 or 30 game guy? Yeah, he's but you got to... I, I, the Leafs... 
I mean, it's well documented that it was a mistake to get rid of Curtis McElhaney. Oh, he's, re- uh, he's a free agent. They need a guy. They Isn't need a guy to make. <laughs> Isn't that was, it was the right move at the time. It was yeah, the right, yeah, move. It was the right this, move logically. Yeah. We've yeah. done that. Yeah, we've done uh, but they're, they're, you know, some of the suggestions I've seen for Leafs backup are guys who are going to end up making between two and three million dollars, and I don't think they think they can afford that. And I would and rather, I would rather go through another season with Garrett Sparks as the backup. Um, at least he's got something to prove. Well, at least he's got something to prove. But sure. I would rather go through another season with Garrett Sparks as the backup if it means they make an improvement to the defense. It sucks. It sucks. Go fix it. Yeah, Garrett Sparks will lose less games if they improve defense. Yes! Yes! He will let in less bad goals. Yes! What if we took away his glove and he only had to make barehanded saves? What if we... He had to fight a bear. What if he had to fight a bear to get to the net? No, we Garrett, left. You can't get into the net until you fight this bear. You got to bear, bear bare handed. handed. You see? Yeah. Bear handed. No, we got to put all his equipment in the back window of a car so that it shrinks to the size that it ought to be. Mm. So sick of him flying around and his blocker is facing the <laughs> yeah. wrong way. Get some shit to fits. Is it? I'm so sick. Doesn't it look like he plays with equipment that doesn't fit? It looks like a little kid playing in his dad's goalie equipment. Sometimes, right? Yeah, sometimes. yeah it's almost yeah. like a, you're not he's wrong. Like, he's like a bellhop with his white gloves, like trying to catch pucks yeah. with like these nice, like nice gloves, but with his fingers, not a knife. You would uh, no. I don't. Uh, I can't remember if you were able to come. Remember, uh, it was Game Five against Utica uh, two years ago yeah. when, when they won the whole championship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and he made that save. Bare-handed. That's what I was referencing. Yeah. When I said he oh, could only oh, have to make. Oh. Yeah, that's, sorry. That's, that's the moment I was referencing. I, sorry, I'm trying to make leaf tricks in my head as I'm talking. Uh, that's why I said he only could make barehanded saves. Because he I, made that save barehanded. I thought two things in that moment. The first was, wow! It's yeah. always great when you go to a sporting event and something makes you say, wow. Number two, that shit is not cute. No. <laughs> and then last year, boy, was it ugly. Mm. I, listen, I'll go through another year. I. I I'm willing to put money down. Watch, watch me do this, guys. Oh, willing to put money down. Steve is Garrett, not willing to put money down on many things. So this is a Parks big pronouncement. True. And this money he's putting down is like a dollar. Yeah, <laughs> I'm willing to the put the dollar that he saved by negotiating his car for quarters. <laughs> if Kyle Dubas was negotiating for that car, it wouldn't have been signed that's, until six months from that's now. Right? I, I would have just had to ride a bike. <laughs> <laughs> How it well, gone. imagine how many times he would have been on time for the podcast with the bike. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see, just with this, <laughs> like quads the size of you'd have Marty St. Louis quads. Yeah, your, your legs would look like chicken wings. Reverse this, this speaker right here. It would just be unbelievable. <laughs> Garrett Sparks will have a better season this upcoming one than he did last. Yes, He's not like, yeah. a high bar to have to climb no. over. <laughs> yada yada yada. Mm. I, I, if you're being held up because the market's held up. I understand. Mm. If you're being held up by Mitch Marner, that's a mistake. That is a mistake. And if, you know, you put yourself in a position where you get a guy and your defense is improved, but all of a sudden it makes it a tighter squeeze, you take that with you into negotiations. Mm. And if Marner doesn't blink and he's got to go somewhere else, I don't know. Pearson's not that far. That's life, man. Like uh, th- this is this is what I've been saying for a while now. I I I just want to know. I I 
love hockey. I love watching the games. The team I cheer for is the Toronto Maple Leafs. Mm-hmm. Who plays for them? That's all I want to know. That's all I want to know. That's all I'm interested in. That's all I care about. Oh, so-and-so left. Well, he doesn't play for the Toronto Maple Leafs anymore. Let me know who plays for the Leafs and I'll cheer for him. Okay? I'm, I'm, I'm sick of this. I'm sick of this waiting around bullshit. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm so sick. Well, it, again, I just announced the fucking Colin, Colin Miller trade already. If he goes somewhere else at this point, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> yeah. At this point, I'm going to be pissed. Unless they get something better. Unless they get something better, for right. sure. But, like, to me, I'm like, they need a number one uh, right-handed shot, and he's not it. Okay. But they're also going to need a number two and three. Yeah. <laughs> Go get any one of them. Mm-hmm. Who, are, who are the options? You re-sign Jake. It's not happening. So what's the next one? We're not, it, Leafs can't give him seven mil. Which way do you shoot? I shoot right. Oh, all right. And I just scored a goal. Yeah. You got options. Along the left half wall. I don't even know how I got there. I was supposed to be playing right D. <laughs> Uh, Sounds like you in NHL. It does. It really does. <laughs> I'm just gonna do my Steve thing. And it worked! <laughs> and it worked! Just like in the video games. I get back to the bench and I go, well, it worked! <laughs> Whatever. Um, Hainsy? No good. No bueno. Zaitsev? No good. No bueno. Uh-huh. Igor Orzhiganov? Are you joking? Roman Polak? No. Starting to look pretty good. <laughs> Connor Carrick would be nice. Connor, holy shit, there's one. Yeah, and that like... Justin Hall, please, for the love of God, don't make me. No! No! And we missed out on Carl Gunnarsson. We did, yeah. Right hand, is he right hand shot? No, he's left. Right hand shot stud, Carl Carl Gunnarsson. I think even Blues fans are like, yeah, it's great we won the cup with him, but... uh, you sure about that? And when you sign guys, make sure you're signing hockey players. Because they turned Justin Hall into a hockey practicer. Yeah. And it mm. hurt him as a hockey player. Well, here's the thing now. Stop. The Justin- Leafs need to stop making players into hockey practicers. I think- Do you know how much of a testament it is to Josh Levo's ability as a hockey player that he was able to survive and thrive after his tenure under Mike Babcock? Yeah. Everyone's talking about go get him back. Man, if Josh Levo comes back, he truly is the the hero that the Leafs do not deserve. Like he's, not he, he's the biggest Leaf fan of all time. If he comes back, it's got to gotta this team. be worse uh, than it's got to be worse than playing in the AHL, right? Because at least you're playing games. You're there. playing. Yes. Yeah. If you're just on fucking scratched every night, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. I mean, you do get your full NHL salary, which I'm sure is pretty dope. But mm-hmm. Josh Levo's made some money now, and he wants to play some freaking games. Yeah. Uh, Justin Hall's a bit of a different case, you know. Played in the AHL till he was 26, and then I don't know if he, did, say he played in the NHL, but he sure practiced. Here. When he did play, there were mm. games where I was like, "Ooh!" But he played a couple games in a row. I think when towards the end of the season, and there were some. You started to see it come around, right? Anyone will give you that. Anyone will give you that. But like, M- and controlled his own spinning exits. behind the back pass to Freddie Goche for a goal from his knees. Like anyone can give you that. 82 games plus 25-30. Yeah. Or whatever. Well, obviously not 30. Something something in between like 22 and 28. Mm-hmm. Whatever, and, it was, like, whatever it was going to cost the Leafs to get Petrangelo last year, they should have just paid the price. Holy shit. Should have just paid it. Col- Colton Perrick. Anybody. Anybody. 
I'm getting antsy here, and it has nothing to do with Mark. Saw the idea floated that it might make sense to trade. This is crazy. Don't survive without Mitch Marner. The defense has got me shook. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then, 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 then let's have the the conversation quickly about like, why wouldn't you just trade Mitch Marner? Other than the pronouncement that Kyle Dubas made. The two pronouncements have painted him into a corner. First, that he promised William Nylander he wasn't going to trade him. Second, that he said, we will re-sign these guys. But if Kyle Dubas goes out and makes a killer trade, Mitch Marner for great defensemen or a couple great pieces that the Leafs need, and they figure out their defense from here, mm-hmm. does anybody complain? Yeah, at like first. The, at first. But it's you look those, at the DeMar DeRozan trade. People we, complained yeah, about that. We complained about Kawhi until he got on the court and we said, holy shit, we've never seen a player this good in this city. You, you know what I mean? So, you know, people keep going, oh, just give me the four first-round picks. I'm convinced if you trade him, you get a better package than that. Um, a more useful package mm-hmm. than that as well. Right, um, like right off the bat, useful. Because people are talking about, oh, yeah, with cap space and picks and... Uh, what what player of impact are you going to get for a first-round pick that's supposed to be in the 20s? Yeah, like you couldn't even get Jake Muzzin for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Muzzin cost that plus a good right-handed defensive prospect and a decent AHL winger prospect. Yeah. So <laughs> the Leafs have some work to do. And it certainly doesn't start or end with Mitch Marner. Gary Bettman says basketball could never surpass hockey in Canada in terms of popularity. Gary Bettman continues to be employee of the month <laughs> at the NHL. Gary Bettman is wrong. Gary Bettman sounds a little bit scared. Gary Bettman should be. Mm-hmm. I said this before the show. Gary Bettman should be doing everything in his power to try to convince Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment not to re-sign Kawhi Leonard. If the Raptors re-sign that player, to me it's a bigger FU to the North American sports landscape than the Raptors winning. Or the Raptors winning and then re-signing him? Mm-hmm. <gasps> Never speak again. Well, Literally I, shut I, your mouth for the rest of your life. We were talking about... We won, he stayed... You lose. You lose. Every shit talker on every American sports show, you lose. And you lost forever. Lou Williams. I was reminded who that is this week. Sixth man of the year. Six. Adorable. Six man like I'm Lou. Uh, <laughs> but he's. That was very good. It was, funny, <laughs> it was funny to hear Lou Williams say that after he was upset a couple years ago that the Raptors didn't reach out and try to re sign him. Remember that? Yeah. It was like, okay, you wanted to stay here, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so if the Raptors uh, get him back and they win another championship... <gasps> we don't have to win another championship. They don't even have to. They, they might not even it. have to. No. Just it's, keep them. We're good. I'm, it reminds me of the beginning of The Dark Knight Rises and Bane goes, the fire rises. I, the, mm-hmm. You're not stopping this fire. Mm-mm. There are so many little kids who just grew up with a NBA championship. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's fantastic for basketball in the city, especially, and across Canada. And I think there's a real shot at basketball becoming the number one sport. Who knows? I have told the story many times, and it's changed, but it is a little bit the same. Uh, when I was working at the zoo, I want to say it was like 2007, Toronto Zoo. I know it's a very strange place to do this gauge, but trust me, it works. Um, all the NHL gear that kids wore wasn't Leafs. 
Hmm. Kids wore Taves. Uh, I, so I guess it wouldn't have been 2007. It would have been like 08 or 09. After like they that. win their cups. Yeah. yeah. Taves. Kane. Crosby. Ovechkin. Getzlaff is a very popular one. Yeah. Um, you know, because they had just won in 2007. I want to say Corey Perry was in there. People didn't wear Leafs. And the kids who did, I just, there's just one kid. I can literally picture this kid in my mind. The The dad was like patting him on the back. Like, yeah, he's a big Leaf fan. And the kid was just like, the, the parent made Blank him wear jersey. that shirt. Mm. Blank jersey. Yeah, the mm-hmm. kid made him wear that shirt. Yeah, no na- no name on the back. The Leafs sucked. Mm-hmm. The Leafs did not stoke cheer. The Leafs did not spark joy in that child. To quote Mary Kondo. Mm-hmm. Um, now, you're a kid right now, and you're at the store. And if your parents are anything like mine... They're not going, okay, we're going to get you a Leafs jersey and a Raptors jersey. <laughs> it's maybe the end of the school year and you're rewarded because you weren't that much of a little shit. And it's on your sale. Teacher. And it's on sale. <laughs> and you get, I didn't get it full price. Oh, you're online. getting a Valanchunas yeah. jersey. <laughs> yeah. You know that, right? Like, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah for whoever sure. was traded, that's who you're getting. Yeah. Oh, oh look. Do you like DeLon Wright? Do you like DeLon? There might be a C- couple of Terrence Ross ones. C- yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. So my parents would go. Grievous Vasquez right. from a couple years ago. <laughs> so my parents would go, all right. You want Terrence Ross? <laughs> you want Terrence Ross? Or. Do you want Matt Hunwick? Mm. I I gotta go with Terrence Ross. <laughs> if I because I'm not getting yeah. both. So here's the here's you. the um, I'm going with Terrence Ross. Here's the they quote, won a championship. Here's the, didn't do shit. Here's the quote from Masayu Jerry that led to the the get Batman quote to put this in a little more context. Shanny is my boy, and so is Kyle Dubas. This is Masayu Jerry talking, but I really do think that basketball could replace hockey as the top sport in Canada. Yep. The way basketball is growing around the world, I do think we're lucky that in a place like Canada, there's room for baseball, there's room for basketball, there's room for hockey, and there's room for soccer. Now, Rob Pizzo, who you've worked with yeah. on uh, on Saturday night, uh, asked um, on the Hockey Night in Canada podcast, actually, Gary Bettman about that. Now, Gary Bettman starts this quote with the thing that Gary Bettman says every single time someone says something controversial that Gary Bettman doesn't agree with. And the reason Gary Bettman starts like this is he doesn't want you to think that he's attacking anyone because he's a lawyer. He's smart. I didn't hear Masai Brilliant, say... Brilliant, man. I didn't hear Masai say that. <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. I didn't hear Masai say that. I'd be surprised, that is, he'd be surprised if basketball took over as the more popular sport. We have seven franchises in Canada. It's great for the Raptors that after 24 years, they had a great run, and they should be congratulated for that. But the NBA in Canada has had mixed results. It didn't work out so well in Vancouver. I think time will tell, but I think when people think about the heart and soul of Canada, they think about hockey. Now, a couple things I want you to pull out of this before Steve oh. blows up, okay? Also, first I thing have is three things for that as well. Okay. I think Jesse's gonna blow up first. First things first. Okay, we'll go to Jesse first. Yeah. First things I, I just wanna say that the Vancouver situation was bad owners. Right? Yep. That no. was just bad shitty ownership that never wanted the team there anyway. So we'll just get that off the table. Yeah. And you want to talk about that whole, oh, please, God, no, don't make me play in Canada thing. Didn't that, just plague the Raptors. Oh, it was, it was They like, picked first overall, and the guy almost cried. Yeah. Yeah. And the second one that I would say to you is that is how Gary Bettman takes, in my opinion, the NHL in Canada for granted. Oh, yeah. He knows we will always 
be there. We will always show up. That fat TV rights deal uh, that was signed a few years ago. It's the money like, doesn't change, going. does it? 12 years, baby. And Mm-mm. the thing with that is Gary Bettman, because of that, does very little to grow the game here, relatively speaking. They're trying to grow it in the States. And it's funny that it's funny to hear Gary say the NBA had mixed results in Canada. Because I would say, for the first five years of the NHL's expansion into the southern United States, we're talking about the 92-93 yeah. expansion. Oh, they had a rough first 30, 40 years. San Jose, Tampa Bay, Los Angeles when it started in the, in the uh, late 70s, early 80s. Um, uh, these teams, nobody went. Nobody cared. But you look at thriving markets. You look at Tampa Bay. You look at Dallas. Dallas, when it had good ownership, when Dallas had bad ownership, you started to hear rumors, ah, maybe the Stars won't be there forever. Remember that? That was not that, not that long ago. Um, San Jose, I mentioned, Anaheim, Los Angeles. Um, you look at Carolina. As soon as they got a great owner, look at that. They go on a run. Or and a people, crazy owner, which is sometimes the same. People show up. Yep. And that's, that's the point I want to make here, is that Gary Bettman is at a point now. Where, and what do we do? Hold that. Gary Bettman Sorry. is at a point now <laughs> where he knows that and doesn't believe that Canadians are going anywhere. The problem for Gary Bettman is not our generation. The problem is Generation Z. The millennials are already 24 years old at the youngest. Generation Z is the one that the NHL ought to be freaked out about. And they ought to look at the way uh, baseball looked at things when millennials were coming up and they're like, ah, millennials don't care about baseball. And baseball said, that's fine. We don't care about them either. And that, and baseball, the average age of a person watches baseball is now 55. So the NHL is going to age itself out. Jesse. That was, that was one of my main points I was just about to get to. No, thank you. Thank you. Baseball at one point was the number one sport in America. What? In our lifetime. In our lifetime. Yeah, this wasn't that long ago. Untouchable. Now it's the number three sport. After the NFL and the NBA in America. Oh, and it's f- fucking boring. It sucks. <laughs> and it's, yeah, it's trending downwards. Oh. And if you're and if you're Gary Bettman, like hockey, hockey's so entrenched in Canada. Like there are entire cities that come together just just on hockey. We have a program on CBC based entirely on that that idea of hockey being uh, Canada. You know, hockey, hometown hockey. Hockey f- thrives where there's yeah. nothing else to do for sure. But things change. So does basketball. It's true. <laughs> but things change. And I think Gary Bettman needs to watch out. And if, mm. and if he's saying uh, Vancouver is a reason that the NBA failed in Canada. He knows, well, that, he knows Vancouver, that it's not. He Vancouver knows. left the NBA 18 years ago. Also, Winnipeg and Quebec failed hockey in Canada. Yeah. What the hell kind of are you? Two of your franchises yes, failed. Oh, well, this factor and that factor. Well, fuck oh, well, this that, factor and that yeah. shit. <laughs> Same shit, Gary. Yeah. Like, what the hell? I think, I think too, listen, there are going to be people in the West and in the East in Canada who go, you guys are coming at this from really Toronto-centric. We're happy for you. <laughs> but remember, we don't have an NBA franchise. And I remember tweeting at the beginning of this, I said, uh, at the beginning of this, uh, this Raptors run and saying, I, if there's one thing I hope this Raptors run does, is that it encourages more franchises in this country. They are very expensive, and I think only probably three cities could support them. To be mm-hmm. to be quite frank, you got to have about three or four million people. Canada's not and big. It's not big, and that's fine. Montreal, it's less Vancouver. than the population of uh, California, the yeah. entirety yeah. of Canada. Yeah, it's... like I think you need Vancouver, yeah. Montreal are the only two that I can see really supporting. Yeah, uh, and like, there's growing markets, but like right when, now, when right we now. say growing markets, 
We're talking about a place like Halifax, and we're talking about a conversation like they might get a CFL team. Yes. And they can they can barely support yeah. that. But that's yeah. but that's the <laughs> reality of a country Halifax that's ten is, times less. Halifax is our Atlanta. It's it's the new <laughs> big place Ooh. that's growing. I don't think that's a good I don't comparison. think that's a good comparison. <laughs> no? No. no strip clubs? No, I'm kidding. No. One strip club. Ralph's. One by the way. strip club. Migos and did not go. <laughs> they got Migos out in Halifax. No, they got Migos in Scarborough. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, Migos the no, band. No, he was saying that. Are they Migos? About the bar that he always talks no. about. <laughs> Talking about the rap group, oh. Adam. <laughs> hey, we had LMFAO at one of our station events when I was out there. Wow. Yeah. Oh. When they only had I'm in Miami, bitch. Because they were the like slash of hip hop. That's they right. Just showed up to everything. <laughs> so, so it, when you look or at pop, when you look at were. this, like the Vancouver thing, and I, I tweeted that people tweeted me that example, and I hmm. said, you know that that's not a good example. Why it's are you tweeting example. that at me? Yeah. You know that's a terrible example, and the economic situation is completely different. And I think that basketball in Vancouver would work today because if. The BC Lions are one of the most well-attended sports. If the Vancouver Whitecaps have done as, as well as they've done, Vancouver loves sports. Mm -hmm. And they love teams that win. And I think Vancouver is one of the most beautiful places on the planet to oh. live. Uh, we... You want to tell me that, like, show, okay. Like, maybe we weren't very good at marketing Canada in the 90s. Show me Toronto in the winter, and I'll show you a big middle finger from somebody who grew up in the South. Like, F that. Why would I ever want to be there? And then you're here, and you're like, oh, it's great, and it's a fun place, and there's lots Toronto to do. Toronto, the summer rules. Toronto, the summer rules, but these guys are going to be here in the summer. Remember that. Yeah. Vancouver yeah, doesn't have All a winter. All year round, yeah. yeah. Not, not really. And, not really. Like, and you can't forget, no team in Seattle. All those basketball fans who are currently in Seattle without a team, they're coming up to Vancouver if it's there. And the weather in Seattle's the same. If it's the weather, and the, and the economics are, are are similar, and and then you got the rivalry of two a Seattle Vancouver team that you could eventually have. Mm -hmm. How's anyone going to get to the games? Sorry, I just There's wanted no to. Uber. I just wanted to be a jerk. No Uber. That's true. I just wanted to be a jerk. I, I think I think that the, the point here is that uh, Gary Bettman knows exactly. Gary Bettman knows that the majority of people will go. Yeah, you're right. It didn't work in Vancouver. Can never mm -hmm. work. Right. No. Gary Bettman also knows the realities of that econo economic situation, which is that is total and utter bullshit of an answer. And he should be scared, and he is. Also, but he can't say it. The idea that anybody in any industry doesn't have any type of threat towards them. It's yeah. ridiculous. It's absurd. Imagine running a company and be like, we're always going to be on top. Nothing is ever going to change. We're number one always because the people will support. That's that's a ridiculous mindset to have for running any company. Yes. No matter what industry. Us three. Us three right now after the show. We want to go uh, play a game of horse or whatever. What do we need? A basketball. Done. Yep. A basketball and a rim that hasn't been taken show down. Show me a gym. <laughs> like, show me a gym in Canada. Mm -hmm. a, a high school gym, a, a, a middle school gym, a junior school gym that doesn't have two basketball hoops. Even like at a, least two. LA Fitness, Good Life, like all the all the Show big all the big uh, but, chains of gyms. But, but they when have. you want to play hockey, you got to pull out all the plastic yeah. sticks. You got to pull out the ball. You got to pull out the net. You got to get ice. Get, get, and get, it's got to be no, at even if it's road hockey. Oh, even yeah. if you're yeah, playing yeah, yeah. that in gym, you got to have twenty sticks. There's a yeah. reason soccer is the biggest sport in the world. It requires yes. a ball, and that's it. You ball can, net. You don't even need nets. No, you the just kids, need a, kids kick all it around the world make make their nets. It doesn't yeah. matter. You just need the ball. You've never had. And, you never had that imaginary uh, argument in elementary school where you're like, the post is yeah. there <laughs> a million the post times. Is there. Look, 
There's the rock. There's the other rock. Lunch that's bags. Yeah. We just yeah. used our oh, lunch bags. Lunch bags yes. all the time. Yes. Growing up. Yes. That's why my that's why lunch bags were just destroyed by the end of the year because it would just be like like people step on them and the ball goes over them oh, and it's icy outside. My winter jacket was always torn to shit because I was always the goalie. <laughs> yeah. In kickball. Oh, okay. <laughs> See, foot foot hockey. Kickball. That's literally yeah. what soccer is: kicking a ball. Yeah. Yep. And anyway, basketball is dribbling one. The barrier to entry for basketball is so much easier than it is for hockey. Uh-huh. So, so why? Is, does hockey want to be golf? So Hockey's not even close to golf economically, yeah, no. by the way. But does hockey want to be a niche rich man sport? Yes. Or does hockey want to be the everyman sport that it used to be? Because hockey used to be the everyman working class sport. There's a book mm-hmm. I started reading on the way to Vancouver, and it's not out yet. I got the advanced copy. Uh, it's by Sean Fitzgerald, and what I've read so far is so, so good, and I can't wait to read the rest of it. It's called Before the Lights Go Out, A Season Inside a Game Worth Saving. And it's about hockey. I don't know if you could tell from the title. Hmm. And, I mean, you know, you know. so I posted that video of me scoring a goal. And most people were like, hey, you know, because, I don't know, it was surprising, frankly. Um, but I still had a few people go, how did you grow up in Canada and never play? And what was the reason? Well, my reasons, forget it. There were a wide variety no, but, of reasons, but, get, but it's, it's a, what it's was a one question. What's the key reason? Uh, time and money. Bingo. <laughs> and, and specifically, let's yeah. be straight here. Yeah. Your parents had a lot of financial commitments with Rachel. Yeah. And they didn't have the money. I think even, I think even if Rachel had been born completely healthy. It still it would have been, been hard. A Time and huge money. Challenge. My dad yeah. worked nights and shit. It was hard. Yeah, um, you would have had to basically get a lift every game. Yeah, I, I I have friends in their 30s who have good jobs and have no prospect of owning a house. <laughs> How are they going to put a kid in hockey equipment? Mm-hmm. Fuck that. They'll put them in something else. Because the kid. How hard is it to get a kid excited about something other than hockey? You put on a Raptors game, you show them a couple Kawhi clips, and you go, ah, isn't that great? And the kid mm-hmm. goes, yeah, because they're a kid, and they go with whatever you say, and you go, great, and you put a ball in their hand, and they love that for the rest of their life, and that's what they play. How the, you got to work to get a kid into hockey. But anyway, sorry, the, what, what I was getting to there, the how did you grow up in Canada and not play is becoming an outdated question. No one plays. That's the problem. That's the lights going out part. No one plays anymore. Registration is either stagnant or dropping. Everywhere. And that's is that really true? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. I didn't know. When I, I was growing that. up, you wow. had to register by a certain date or you didn't get in. Now they can't get people? enough people in. Wow. Yeah. That's every, interesting. That's why every year it's the, it's the it's the sons and nephews of yeah. people we grew up watching. Yeah. <laughs> and when the, here's the other thing too. When you look at and we we um we talk I, like I sound like an old man. I'm 31 years old. I have a, a one month old daughter tomorrow, so I am a dad. Wow, it's still been less than a month. I know, right? <laughs> I am a dad. I am in my 30s. As weird as it is to say, because I still feel like I'm 25. I yeah. feel, still feel like we just started this podcast yesterday. Honestly, I know mm-hmm. it's crazy. Um, and and if you are in your mid 20s, get ready, baby, because it goes fast. Um, I I gotta tell you, the hockey stick I played with was 10. 
to $15, and it was yeah. a Mario Lemieux stick. I'll yep. never forget it. It was the <laughs> nope. Mario Lemieux budget stick, basically, because he That's had a good awesome. stick. And his stick was 10 to 15 <laughs> Yeah, well, he had a pro st- there, there was the pro Mario Lemieux stick. That was 25 My dad's like, oh. you're using that for maximum 40 games? I'm not buying you a, a $25 also, stick. Also, Adam, That's you're terrible. outrageous. Yeah, also, I was bad. <laughs> Ken then, Campbell was tripping at the draft. Was he? Yeah. Oh, yeah? Well, because I suck? Yeah, he said you suck. Ah! I do suck. <laughs> oh, that's funny. It's a good story. <laughs> and? <laughs> uh, he said he sucks, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, we all suck. You guys play in the same league, right? Yeah. yeah it was funny going head-to-head with his team because it was literally the two worst teams in the league. Um, <laughs> and when, But it was like it was a fight because you're like, this is a game we could actually win. <laughs> but, uh, um, and Ken was always so gracious. But the, um, the, the one stick that everybody wanted... Was the Yarmir Yager Silver Easton Aluminum Stick? This stick. How are those was ever the allowed? Actual stick. And here's the thing. <laughs> How are you're, those ever allowed? You can make the argument to your parents. Well, hey, this is a good investment. Yes, it's forty dollars. Oh. But when you when you break the end of the stick, the stick's unbreakable except at the end. You can pull the heel of the stick out and get a new heel in. Right? right? So this is a stick that could last me several years, and if I use it the right way, I can dull the edges of all the players that I play against, because that used to happen in the NHL, too. Yeah, I can literally shave down the yeah. spinal yeah. column of... <laughs> That's what Jürgen Jager used to have to go off the ice and get his skates resharpened in between shifts, because he'd fall on someone's stick, and he'd lose the, uh, oh. the thing, which doesn't yeah. happen with carbon shafts anymore. When I was finishing hockey, there was a stick that I won. You won? $200. Yeah. Carbon fiber. The, one of those first carbon fiber things. Sticks. Those CCM 3000 tacks that everybody used to want. They were 50 bucks. Now you can get skates that are 600 Oh, hockey, hockey, and I've, I've talked about this. It was funny. The last time we talked about this, um, a listener reached out to me and said, you know, we could actually do this, right? And I was suggesting, I want to come out with like a generic hockey brand where we just make equipment. It's mm-hmm. all the same, only it's called generic. <laughs> or it's called Adam Wild brand or yeah. something stupid. And he's like, well, we could just, he's like, we could start with sticks if you want to. He's like, I could go check with a supplier in China and here's much it would cost. And I was like... Well, this seems like a really involved process, yeah. and I got a lot going on already. Yeah. But if you are if you are a smart business person, and you want, and you love hockey, the smart thing for you to do right now is find a way to do that. Sell volume. Sell to the families that can't afford it. This is why, like, uh, Canadian Tire has this thing right now, which is great. It's Jumpstart, and it gets you into any particular sport, but the most expensive sport to get in is, is hockey. So what they do is they give you a full thing of equipment, mm-hmm. and it's all top of the line. It's good stuff. But it's thousands of dollars yeah. per player. Yeah, this is what I'm saying, man. And like, the entrance fees are thousands of dollars you, per player. You can be anybody and play soccer. You can be anybody yeah. and play uh, basketball. Like you can be like upper middle class and still have a really difficult time hmm. affording. Hockey. I don't think I'm going to be able to do it. <laughs> That's I don't, insane. I don't think so. That's insane. I'm going to makes five million dollars a year. <laughs> no, <sorry>. I, I'm <laughs> going to get. Because I own a house in this city. Yeah. That's I made got, up, by at the At least way. I got to Just that point. Sure. <laughs> I got to that freaking point, And yeah. that was really hard. And we are we are budgeting like crazy to keep it. <laughs> um, but the... And, and then having a child. And then having child care. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, eventually your kids are going to want to go to school. Yeah. <laughs> you got to plan for that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, eventually my wife's going to want to want to go back to work. Got a sure. plan for that too. So that means we got to where we having a child is not is not even really taking care of the child. It's what do I do with the child when I have something to do without <laughs> the child? Where do I put this child down and who do I keep it with? That's literally having a child. 
That's, and that's, I why, that's why I was, I was, I was laughing at people because I was, I said having a puppy is harder than having a baby, because no one's gonna yell at you in the middle of a grocery store. Get that baby out of the store! <laughs> Get the what are you doing in my store with that baby? It's true. You bring in a puppy, they go what? Yeah, you can't bring your baby into, you can't bring your puppy into Tim Hortons. No, you yeah, can't. You can, unless you can bring he's, your baby. Unless he's a service dog. Uh, yes. Which is pretty easy to get, by the way. You can get service thing for anything. So if you do want to bring your dog with you, <laughs> yeah, but not for a, a fifteen bro- pound puppy. So it's a service I puppy. We're training it. Last it, fall, <laughs> last fall, the three of us we do the Easter Seals uh, tournament. Yes. Mm-hmm. When we raised over, was it fifteen hundred dollars? Uh, we were all gifted a stick. A thousand. It was, it was uh, a yeah. thousand dollars. We were all gifted a stick. Which, by the way, if you donated, I don't know if we said it at the time. I think we did, but also. Thank you. Oh, Thank yeah. you. Holy and crap! You really helped some people out. Thank you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Two. We put together two teams, raised over fifty-five grand, and I'm just letting you know, I'm going to start even earlier this year, and we're going to smash fifty-five grand. There and we we're going to win a game. We're gonna and smash- we're going to win a game, and I'm going <laughs> to score a damn goal. We're gonna so sm- is Jesse and Adam's going to have to eat that sandwich. We're going to. Sp- yeah. Oh, that's right. The Don Jerry sandwich bet's still on. Oh, I'm scoring. I am not passing the. You guys, Jesse, shit. you stand in front. I'm going to put one off your ass. Oh yeah. It's going to be great. <laughs> so we were all gifted a stick. It was. Uh, uh, Super TAC. Yeah, Super TAC. Super, yeah. Ones you just, that yeah. stick retails for like $320. Yep. Yeah. That's insane. It is insane. And that's just a regular hockey stick. You know what I might do with that stick next year? Auction it off and give the money back to Easter Seals. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So I use it like it's... It's a great stick. I use oh, it, yeah. um, but, but like, hopefully yeah, my we stick survives. And, yeah. yeah, just... Yeah. Give that away. We're do Give a lot more options or something. Yeah. yeah, we'll do some stuff. I I was thinking about like we could do some experiences too, like with the show. Mm. Like I don't know what we foot could do. Massages. Foot massages. No, we're gonna massage. I am your feet. not touching your foot. Sorry. Um, Steve will. <laughs> no, I'm saying we auction off Adam massages their feet. No, no, you well, will you and massage. I watch. Yeah, you okay, will massage. Fine. Anyway, that, Adam will watch. The the uh, I but think Adam's the, got those dancing fingers because he uses the board all day. <laughs> <laughs> the point is with all of this. That our game that we love mm-hmm. has has <laughs> priced itself out of the market. No, it's it's or is on its into, way. You're getting into specifics. Hockey is alienating people. Yes, and and, and so many the leadership of one. the most important league doesn't seem to think that. Yeah. Now, <laughs> you're right. It's so ridiculous. Now maybe maybe we're taking uh, Bettman's words a little bit too seriously. After all. He's the commissioner of the NHL. What should right. he be say. saying? Right. Uh, well, of course basketball is going to overtake hockey. Maybe he, he, maybe he should have said challenge accepted. You know? That's, He's like, I see him coming, great and I'm, gonna, I'm not going to let you defeat me, basketball. That's maybe, a great approach. Maybe he should have said something better than, ah, yeah. what is basketball anyways? Dismissing. You know? That's so, I, yeah, I that's think we so can, good. He goes on the take, offensive and talks about the one failure in Canada. Right. Instead of saying, screw that. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, so good, Jesse. Shit, he, and he said, it. You know, he, he, and he oh, also could have said, you know what? Uh, NBA's done an amazing job of growing their game in the last 10 years. There's lots we can learn from them. Mm-hmm. But we feel like we got some tricks up our sleeve, too. And I, we're so excited for this mm-hmm. next season for you. And wait, I'd be like, great, you have me. Right. What do you but, got? He can't say, but he can't say wait, wait and see what happens next. Because what nothing. happens next is a lockout. <laughs> in a year. Literally a year. Seattle, welcome to the NHL. And clunk. That was the sound of a, of a gate closing. Clunk. Lockout! Man, Jesse, Again! inspirational speaker. Hmm? Next commissioner of the NHL, Jesse Blake. He ought to be. We can't change. We can't call him no man. At it's that not point. even He's that yes hard man. of a sell. Look how tall he is. You know, every team <laughs> would love it. 
Look at it. You know, you know what I love about our commissioner? I had to look up at him. <laughs> Bob, Paul Fenton. Paul Fenton would, would freak is out. The hostage, Jesse Blake for commissioner trade. <laughs> also, I, I'm Paul gonna, Fenton, and I approve this message. I'm going to have a stick and puck on Sunday. Do it. Anyone, Are you actually? Yeah, I'm going to go skating around. There you go. Hit up a rink in Mississauga. Go it's visit fun. My dad's house or something. It's fun. Yeah. Br- bring your socks. <laughs> I forgot, you forgot yours, yeah. <laughs> Yesterday I was pissed. <laughs> Jesse Blake, commissioner. He's six foot four every time he steps up to the negotiating table or whatever it is. You're taller than six four, right? No, I'm around six four. You're around six four. Yeah. It's cool. So am I. Are you? I mean, I mean I'm around six four. <laughs> around. What's next, Adam? What's next? See? He's delegating already. God, he's good. He's a he's born leader. Natural born leader. The next thing is Port Perry. Right. Oh, Old Flame Brewery. Getting an NHL franchise. For Port Perry. <laughs> <laughs> Next Thursday night, 7 o'clock, we are a go oh, for this sweet. event, I believe. Is there an event right yet? No. And Can that I was waiting for you to create. I did not know that. Oh, okay. So how about I do that? Steve, do you mind creating that event, Bright? Suppose we'll do that not. right here on the show. Sorry. <laughs> Honestly, as I've said, we've we've Jesse and I especially have been in the weeds with uh, with our other job lately yep. in the best way. But sometimes things bottleneck on you, mm-hmm. and you're you're trying to do a million things at once. So we are. Ah, I haven't been I haven't been doing anything. So I know you've been busy, <laughs> forgetting stuff, but sticking puck and all oh, that. Fuck, I'm so uh, mad. But still, it, I'm still mad. But essentially, we need uh, uh, we need we'll put up the event, Bright. It will come through Steve's account. Steve, do you want to give people a time and a place before you put it out? So, as in, give them a forewarning because there's an 80 person max here, and there are going to be people that are disappointed. And okay, I just don't. Let's let's say let's say what is reasonable. Let's say just, no, no, six no, o'clock. Need, sure, you can say it now, but also tweet this out after. No, no, I'm going to, but okay, but like I just don't want anyone missing out on it. Okay, so uh, how about six o'clock? PM, 6 p.m. Eastern, uh, Friday night, that is tomorrow night, uh, June 28th, I'll post a link on my Twitter to the Eventbrite, and that's that. The Great. live event is July 4th in Port Perry at Old Flame Brewery. Yep. They have beer. Yes, and if do. you can't make it, or if you're like iffy on making it, please don't reserve a ticket. Yeah. Yeah. Like, only reserve it if you can go, because it's only 80. And by the way... Yeah. Leave it for somebody who's 100% confirmed. This goes for people that are unsure and people that maybe maybe miss it. Um, there will be more. Mm-hmm. This um, is not the end. How it's much, merely the beginning. How much does it cost? This many? It costs zero dollars. It costs zero dollars. Because that many dollars. That's right. Just come in, go. have a good time. And uh, we can't wait to meet you and hang out. And there will be more this summer. I promise. Promise. Uh, let's do the press conference. Um, Jesse is uh, eating food with his mouth hole. But, you know, that's what you get to do when you're a a commissioner like him. It's true. It's true. His food stays warm because he eats it so high in the air. It's one of the great Steve, things about having a six foot four. This is from heat, heat rises, but it actually with Jesse's height, it falls because he's so tall. What? Oh, you know, <laughs> he like he's probably really good in high altitude situations because he that's where he lives his life. Should yeah. I only do things in Colorado? Yeah, this is from just made this for podcast. It says Steve Brendan Leipzig is set to be a UFA. I know you were very upset he got taken during the expansion draft. Do you think we could have him again? Sorry, yes. Who? Oh, yeah. Who? 
Brendan, Brendan likes it. Oh yeah. Um, I think that's a great. That'd be a great signing. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a really interesting uh, signing. <laughs> you know, I think I think there's a couple guys uh, who have an argument where you can get the band back together. And I'm not even going to say James Reimer. Whoops, too late. Um, Josh Levo is a really interesting option if he was into that. Uh, I doubt he is. But Brendan Leipzig is sort of looking to like revive his NHL career and like looking to revive. Looking to, he still really needs to establish himself as an every single day NHL player. Well, this would be his last chance, though. It would be mm-hmm. his last chance. Um, he'd be probably lucky to get a third line role, but I think he plays a style that Babcock would probably like. He's a playmaker by nature, and I feel like he could have a role on the second power play unit. Um, because I remember he was really good at that with the Marlies. It's been a few years, obviously, so things have probably changed. Uh, yeah, I could see him being a, a cheap option. Pick up the phone. One thing that happened with this week was Roberto Luongo retired. Yes. Clap mm. for his career. Yeah, seriously. What a great Amazing career. Amazing career. Second most ever games played, third most ever wins. Is he the best goalie for Adam and Steve? Is he the best goalie to ever not win a cup? Uh, Cujo. Dave3106 provides some examples. He says Cujo, Hextall, Luongo, Kiprasov, guys that are, he thinks of off the top of his head. Mm. What do you guys think? Lundquist. Best goalie ever, never win? To be added. Lundquist, uh, yeah. Curtis. Hmm. Doesn't Curtis Joseph lead? Isn't he the all time losses leader? I don't know. Or, or, that, or that, that might be <laughs> Broder. Well, because the best goalies of all time. Right. Like they won and lost the most games. That was like Lenny they Wilkins the most. too. Lenny Wilkins, mm-hmm. the, the right. all time losing his coach. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but all time winning his coach. Too. Yeah, <laughs> he just played a shitload of games. Yeah, he just was there a lot. He's just, just hanging out. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say yes because yesterday I got mad about Roberto Luongo. Um, he played, I think it was 19 seasons. Mm-hmm. Might have been 20. Let's let's say nineteen seasons. So that's so rare. You got oh mad about God. something. I know it's very <laughs> odd. He played eight seasons with the Canucks. Uh-huh. He he had one split season, so he had eight seasons with the Canucks, uh, one season with the Islanders, and I guess that would have left ten with the Panthers. No, it was part of eleven because he had the one split season. So he played parts of eleven with Florida, parts of eight with Vancouver, and one with the Islanders. How many times did he make the playoffs with Vancouver in eight years? Eight seasons. Anyone? Anyone? Six. Okay. That's very good. I was going to say a number much lower than that. Yeah. That's very, very good. Mm -hmm. Making the playoffs 75% of the time? That's that's great. Yeah. Very good. In 11 seasons with Florida, Mm -hmm. how many times did he make the playoffs? How many? Twice. Not many. Uh, Four. I'm going to say four times. I'm going to say two. He made the playoffs half as often as Jesse thinks and a quarter as often as Adam Whoa. thinks. He made the playoffs as a Florida <laughs> Panther once <laughs> wow. in 11 seasons. He That's played crazy. six games, six playoff games as a member of the Florida Panthers. That organization abandoned him. I don't think a goalie has ever been so alone 
on an NHL he, franchise. And he constantly played the mo- he constantly faced the most shots too. There was yeah, a, oh, played I the was most going, games. Yeah. I yeah. was going through his uh like there was a season where he played 72 yeah. games. Like insane. Insane. Get someone, anyone to score a freaking goal in front of this guy. Well, you know what also would piss you off is that he was a Leafs draft pick. <laughs> no, uh, no, is that Niedermeyer? Niedermeyer no, was. N- no, no. Both of both of them they were the same. But not in the way that you think. Okay. In 1990, I want to say it was, or 91, the the Leafs had traded their first round pick over a year ahead of time. So it bit them when they sent their pick to the Devils, to Lou Lamorello and the Devils, and it gave them the third overall pick, Scott Niedemeyer. Fast forward a half decade later, they had not learned a lesson. The Leafs acquire Wendell Clark. Mm-hmm. They reacquired Wendell Clark. From the Islanders. DJ Smith. Oh, and Matthew Schneider, who was actually re- he was quite good. Uh, the Leafs gave up. Kenny Johnson. Kenny Johnson, who was a great defenseman, turned out to be their captain. Ended up being their captain. Yeah, Drake Berhowski, Sean Haggerty, I think was the guy's name, and their 1997 first round pick. Fast forward, they suck. The pick is fourth overall. The Islanders use it to select Roberto Luongo. Roberto Luongo plays one season with the Islanders, the 99-2000 season, and he wasn't all that good, and the Islanders weren't all that good. But, I mean, he's a young goalie. What did you expect out of him? And as a result of that season, the Islanders had the first overall pick, which they used to select Rick DiPietro. So now all of a sudden, they got a new goalie of the future, so they trade Luongo to the Panthers. The trade was... Heading to Long Island, Mark Parrish. Oh, no. Who had a good career, but... He had 150 goal a year, 140 goal a year or something? Uh, he had a good career. Steady producing forward. Mark Parrish and Oleg Kavasha. Remember him? I do remember him, yeah. In exchange for Roberto Luongo and Ole Jokinen. Wow. <laughs> wow. That is That's... a... Shit heap of a Mike, trade. Those are the Mike Milbury years. Hell yeah, not? it was. Man, if if Mike Milbury had been a potato, the Islanders oh. would have been. Uh, they would have been a threat to make the finals. Luongo's like, first you think game. Think about that. Chara. Oh. Spezza. Oh. Uh, Luongo. Oh. Um, who else did they have? Uh, Jokinen. Jokinen. <laughs> there were some great players on that team. Kenny Johnson. Great Janssen. defenseman. People don't give him credit. Um, there was a well, they wouldn't have had Johnson without yada yada yada. Yeah. Um, there was a there was a great uh, tweet I saw. I think it was in Luongo's first game. His, Luongo's first game was a win against the Boston Bruins, and the game-winning goal was scored by Zdeno Chara. Wow. Chara with the Islanders. It still blows day. my mind that two teams. Gave Chara up for relatively nothing, like Chara. Well, sends literally. Yeah, yeah. Well, because 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 the Islanders got Yashin for him, um, but but then the Senators were like mm, Wade Redden, Sedano Chara. Mm. Ah, we're gonna go Wade Redden on this one. Did you see the uh, like? That's what they had. You they see had. the Friedman story about Wade Redden? No. So it was a few summers ago, like a decade ago, uh, and. Brooks Brooks Orpik, now that he's retired, um, gave Friedman permission to tell this story. So the Rangers were gearing up to have a very big summer, and mm-hmm. they were going to give a lot of money to Brooks Orpik and Wade Redden. Brooks Orpik thought it was they were going to give a bunch of money to Wade Redden or him. 
So when he saw the Rangers signed Wade Redden, he said, all right, screw it. I'll, I guess I'll just re-sign with the Penguins. So we called up Glenn Sather to tell him that. And then Sather called back and was like, what the f- I was going to sign both of you! Wow, <laughs> that's funny. And Orpik, I'm sure, regrets it deeply. He won a cup. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Luongo, like, listen, Florida Panthers fans, I know uh, that conversation was probably a tough one to swallow. Everyone thinks about Vancouver as the missed opportunity for him. Yeah. No, like, at least he was close. Lots of goalies come close. There is no shame in coming close. It is a very hard league. To not make the playoffs every season but one with literally one of the best goalies of all time, that's terrible and unforgivable as a hockey fan. Hey, and imagine how many bad trades the Leafs could have avoided had they just kept the pick and picked them. <laughs> oh, they, they wouldn't have picked him. They would have picked some, God knows some who. Dumb who. Who sucked? They would have picked that guy. Who sucked? They would have picked that guy. They would have picked that guy. For sure. For sure, Luongo. There were there were 246 players picked in 1997, and Luongo is tied for 46th in scoring. <laughs> what? With 23 assists. Wow, that's a cool stat. That yeah. is a very cool uh, stat. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy, yeah. eh? Somebody did a video on Luongo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why do I remember all this? Did he tweet you back, by the way? Because you tweeted at. No, him. he didn't, and I was really hoping he would. <laughs> I was pissed. I was. I, was I forgot pissed. my socks. Luongo didn't tweet me back. It's been a tough day. Yesterday for you. was garbage. Did you tell the sock story on the show this episode? Did I? No. no. Did you, you mentioned it. Yeah, a I got to. Times. I got to stick and puck, uh, and I was like rushing. Yesterday? There. Yeah. 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 Yesterday, I got to stick and puck, and I was rushing. I was doing errands, and I showed up late. But I was like, you know what? I just want to get some ice time in because I'm learning, and I really, I love being on the ice now. It's funny. I'm talking about hockey dying and alienating people. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, I'm learning it and loving every second. But you've of never. It. But you've always loved hockey. Yeah. Yeah, but we all love hockey. <laughs> I, yeah, but it was. I also had to put on a bit of a brave face to learn because it's been so. It's been unfun because I'm so bad. Mm-hmm. But now that I actually know a couple things, I'm like, this is awesome. And every moment I'm on the bench is agony, and yeah. I just want to get back out there. It's so fun. That's, fun. That's the point. That's yeah. what it should be. Oh, That's so how hockey good. should make you feel. And so I was, you know, and I, and I got, got to get there to stick a puck, and I realized, oh, shit, I'm not wearing any socks, like regular socks. So, But I, but I remember a couple of years ago I interviewed Chris Stewart when the Minnesota Wild came to town, and his claim to fame is he doesn't wear any socks. So I assume he just has these Fred Flintstone calloused feet, so I was like, you know what? I'll do it. I'm not even going to be out here that long. And if it starts to hurt, I'll stop. So start getting all my stuff out. Put on my leg pads or shin, whatever, knee pads. <laughs> and <laughs> You can't call them knee pads because they go the whole leg. Yeah, anyway, yeah it's just funny. Leg pads. I, leg pads. It's not a term. We do I call know. them knee pads. But. I, I, so I put it on my front calves and <laughs> I realized I don't even have hockey socks. And I wore shorts there. So I just, okay... My options are get on the ice with just shorts like a dick or have leg pads or whatever with exposed leg at the back. And so I just went, I'm going home. Yeah. <laughs> that was so sad. I was so sad and defeated. <laughs> Maybe I'll go to Mississauga on so, Sunday. Sometimes you can't. Well, you just go all the way to Mississauga. Yeah, no, no, I'm not. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not doing that. Yeah, right. That's <laughs> only like four hours for you. Oh. Yeah. We're talking about doing like renting us some ice downtown and yeah. doing it after. I could do the, downtown. Yeah, during do downtown. doing it like on Wednesdays or something that might be fun. Anyway, right. guys, love you both. 
Ugh. Have an enjoyable long weekend and an enjoyable free agent weekend. We will be back with, a, I believe, we'll figure out our show schedule for next week. I am very excited about the next show, the next episode of this show. Well, so okay. imagine we come back. Nobody's made an offer to anyone. <laughs> yeah, our next show is not even Pinard. It's like just it's the most NHL thing ever. <laughs> free agent frenzy. It's an eight-hour broadcast. Nobody's here. Nobody's doing anything. Our next show isn't July fourth. It's July second. We're gonna talk Maybe. about that off the air. Remember when I said, "Hey, yeah. we'll talk about that off the air." So we said that thirty <laughs> seconds ago. <laughs> yeah, but but like it's uh, it's not during the long weekend. No. Yeah, but no. like uh, uh, anyway, we love you. <laughs> we'll talk to you soon, and we will see you on the fourth. Guys on Twitter at Steve underscore Dangle, at Adam W Y L D E, and at Jesse Blake. The Steve Dangle Podcast, brought to you by Panago Pizza. Order at Panago.com and stuff your face with deliciousness.